one of the first things the doctor said to me was, if you don't do something about your weight, you're going to be carried out of the house in a box. And I was kind of, he was blunt about it, but I think he needed to be because I didn't see myself as big. Well, I knew I was big, obviously, but I didn't see myself as being dangerously big. And as, as I'm sure you've seen in some of the photos I sent you, my hair was always the big thing. Um, I had different color hair because I thought people would look at my hair rather than the size of me. So that was that. Was that. But um, yeah, he was blunt and he was honest. And yeah. being the type of person I was, it wasn't the thought of dying. It was the thought of having my family or friends having to carry me out of the house in a box at 25 stone nine. Support for Simmons Stories is brought to you by Kim, the Colouring Book Coach. Did you know that you can heal your heart and more through colouring and the other fun services Kim offers as a Reiki healer and intuitive? Visit thecolouringbookcoach.com now for your free colouring book and save 15% off any service when you use the code SLIMMINGSTORIES15 in the booking notes when you make your appointment at thecolouringbookcoach.com. That's Slimming Stories 15 in the booking notes. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Slimming Stories. I'm your host, Claire Oldham-West. I hope you're well. Today's episode is going to be slightly different. Uh, and the reason for that is not last week, but the week before. Um, I was due to do my, my final visit of the day with my day job. And I was going along this country, country road, quite a rural country road near where I live and unfortunately a lorry was coming my way, I had to break and the Land Rover following me behind went into the back of my car and since then my back's been a bit of a, has been a bit of a challenge, let's just say it's been a bit of a challenge and for anybody listening to the podcast will know that I do everything for the podcast, everything that you see or hear is done by myself and I'm literally a one woman band so for me to sit and edit and a podcast can sometimes take anywhere up to eight hours and my back just won't stand it so I had an option I could either come on and say unfortunately I can't produce the the podcast for a couple of weeks or I could just kind of see a way around that so my way around this situation trying to you know wear my positive pants is to put out another episode that I've really enjoyed by a lady that I had as a guest quite at the beginning of the podcast I produced and the lady's name is Aoife Larkin. Now the reason I've chosen Aoife's episode is every time I listen to Aoife's story and her journey everything that that she brings to the episode is just pure pure resilience. So Aoife went on to lose over 14 stone with Slimming World and she was on her slimming journey. She found it really, really hard in the before she started to lose weight, she could only take three steps up her stairs before she got out of breath. You know, after the third step, she would feel pain, real discomfort. And so the penny dropped and she knew that she had to, to lose weight. And you'll hear all about that in the in the podcast episode. And she had a fantastic journey. She lost, I think she'd lost around seven stone. And then unfortunately she had an accident and she had major health complications that meant that she was literally just laid up. I think she had a, a problem with the back and a, something broke. I know something broke, but she had real health complications. And, and from that, 
she she did resort in and a weight gain. But after that, and when she was feeling more of herself and, and when her health did come back, she went on to continue to lose the weight and in total lost over 14 stone in weight. Now, as if that is not, you know, amazing enough, she actually decided to take up a challenge of of a walk, of a climb. Now, at the time that she took the challenge up, she didn't realise that actually this challenge was to climb the highest mountain in Ireland. And that's what that's what Aoife did. She managed to climb the highest mountain in Ireland, as well as lose over 14 stone in weight. And everything about this story just just amazes me. It really, really does. Now, Aoife does not have a huge presence on on social media whatsoever. And I don't know why. So <laughs> um, I really wanted just to release this, this episode and just give her a bit of kudos. And I'd love for you just to go over to Aoife's Instagram account and show her a bit of love. So she's just created a new Instagram account um, that's basically called the three F's, Fees, Faves and Foods. So you can find Aoife, I'll put the link as well in my show notes, on 3FS underscore F-E-E-S underscore fave F-A-V-E underscore foods underscore don't ask me why people come up with these <laughs> these names for their Instagram account. But what I would say is go over to Aoife's account, say hi. And she's lovely, absolutely adorable, lovely personality. And I do know that if you're somebody that is really struggling with the weight loss and, and needs some inspiration, just go over and take a look at Aoife's before and after photograph. She really is. It's a fantastic inspiration and, and she just... She embodies resilience. I think Eva just embodies resilience. And I want to know why she's not been on the front cover of Slimming World magazine. That's what I want to know. And I know that I've got a couple of couple of consultants that I've, I've interviewed and I've got a couple yet to, to come on the show. And I, w- I would love to see her on the magazine or even in the magazine. I mean, come on. You know, she's lost over, over 14 stone. Come on, Slimming World. I think you need to... I think we can do better than that, can't we? Let, let's see more of Eva and let, let's, you know... Let's put Eva in the spotlight. She really is a, an amazing lady and truly inspiring. So it's Monday tomorrow and I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to stay positive. <laughs> really, I'm trying. Can you hear this in my voice? It's not fake, honestly. I really am trying to stay positive. But there are times, you know, post-COVID and all, you know, I'm sure there's, there's people that are going through things now when they listen to this podcast that, you know, maybe their lives aren't 100%. They may have physical health problems, they may have problems with work, they may be stressed, they may be worried because the kids are going back and are they going to wear a face mask, aren't they going to wear a face mask? There's lots of things to challenge us, isn't there, on a daily basis and I'm not here on my pity pot. What I'm basically doing today is by producing this episode, is just saying, okay, this has happened, I'm recognising it's happened, but I'm not going to stop. And okay, it may not be the episode that people expect and it's a rerun, but I just feel that Aoife's episode is a great episode and I've got a lot of new listeners, a lot of new followers and if you've not heard the story so far, then it's definitely time just to tune in and take a listen. So Monday tomorrow, I will be taking part in Kim Floden's intuition course so she's running a free five-day course called align with your intuition so kim i've had her on as a guest before and she's a reiki master and psychic coach and the course will be running from 
eight o'clock UK time, uh, five days, so Monday through to Friday. And there were lots of interesting tasks and exercises on there that we can just try and align with our intuition. Now, you might be listening to this thinking, what the hell is she <laughs> This is all a bit mumbo jumbo. And if you're very, you know, if you feel very, that you, your mindset is very black and white, that you, you only believe what you see, this, you know, maybe this isn't for you. But if you are interested in Reiki, if that is, is something that, that interests you, then I would just ask you to pop along. It's a free course. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. So just click on the link. Uh, you can sign up and then I will be there along with Kim and some other guests in the in the US. So Kim's from California. So just be nice, a nice change to your, to your week ahead. Something that probably you've not considered before, but just to give it a go and see if this is something something that you enjoy. So I wasn't sure if I was going to put this episode out or not. But, you know, Aoife is certainly worth a listen. So I'm going to wish you all a fantastic week. You take care. And here's introducing Aoife again to Slimming Stories. I've been so looking forward to getting you on the show. And we've had, we've had some technical difficulties, haven't we? So We have. We have between the, the <laughs> Storm Lorenzo and God knows what else. <laughs> we've finally managed it. So... Yeah. What I'd like to do, Aoife, for today's show is just go right back, really, with your weight loss. So you, you've had a, a large weight loss, haven't you? How much have you lost? I have. Uh, 14 and a half stone. Wow. Sometimes <laughs> I can't believe it myself. So, yeah. Is that, is that kind of the reaction on repeat from people that is just amazing? Yes. Well, well I, used to, I used to live in, in um, County Wicklow, which is on the East Coast, which is just under Dublin. Okay. And I moved, I moved down about 15 years ago to Kerry. I was only coming down for six months originally. Um, oh. But I'm still here 15 years later. But I, when I go home, well, I still count Wicklow as my home. Mm. Um, when I go home, I um, usually get people walking past me because they don't recognize me. No. So, and I have to kind of go, it's me. It's me. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> and, and I've seen oh, some yeah. of the photos that you've sent over to me, obviously, for the podcast. And yes. The transformation is phenomenal. I can understand why people would walk past you because you look like a a totally different person. A lot of people actually say, a lot of the people um, now that I'm meeting, because I'm obviously in some more classes and people join and and they're saying like, oh, you know, um, you you obviously don't have, or you didn't have a weight problem. And I'm like, yes, I did. And I still (laughs) do. I'll always have a weight problem. And when I show them my pictures, they're like, that's not you that's your mother yeah. <laughs> or even your grandmother like oh, oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh, that's a bit harsh that's a bit harsh yeah <laughs> so if you want, just want to start with your starting weight when you first joined Slimming World yeah I was 25 stone nine wow. and I am wow. 11 stone two so yeah what brought you through the doors of Slimming World what what pushed you what was there a moment or an event if you'd want to it, just uh, tell it us was I um I went to see my doctor and I was diagnosed originally with lupus. Um, it's an autoimmune disease. And, um, well, obviously I was very sick anyway. And I wasn't, I wasn't, um, we couldn't understand or we couldn't figure out for a long time what was wrong with me. But when I got my diagnosis, one of the first things the doctor said to me was, uh, if you don't do something about your weight, you're going to be carried out of the house in a box. And I was kind of, he, he was blunt about it, but I think he okay. needed to be because I didn't, 
I didn't see myself as big. Well, I knew no. I was big, obviously, but I didn't see myself as being dangerously big. And as as I'm sure you've seen in some of the photos I sent you, my hair was always the big thing. Um, I had different color hair because I thought people would look at my hair rather than the size of me. Oh, bless you. But, uh, um, so that was that. Was that. But, um, yeah, he was blunt and he was honest. And yeah. being, the type, being the type of person I was, it wasn't the thought of dying. It was the thought of having my family or friends having to carry me out of the house in a box at 25 stone nine. So, so was it like the, the, like the thought of the embarrassment of being that yes, way? Yes, well... The embarrassment and, you know, the fact that they'd be going, Jesus, we knew she was big, but we didn't think she was that big. She was that big. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, so. you know, I'd imagine that when a doctor has, has to have these difficult conversations and they can see the way that, that, you're, that you're at and obviously the risk to your heart and all those other things, they have to yes. probably think of something that's going to be dynamic enough to hit home for you to make To hit home. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I always had a, I had a good relationship with this particular doctor anyway, like they were always honest with me and, you know, because um, I was thinking at one stage I was thinking I was a hypochondriac. I was going in with symptoms of this and symptoms of that and they still couldn't figure it out. And eventually it was another um, GP that was visiting the practice. Mm. that asked um was there any autoimmune diseases in the family and there was my aunt actually that lives here in Kerry has it they said right we'll send you for this particular test mm. and I was like you know I was kind of thinking yeah this is another brush off sort of thing you know that um but when the test came back positive um we were kind of whoa okay so at least now we have a diagnosis and as I say, that was kind of putting an answer to all my symptoms and like depression is a big thing with lupus as well. Right. Um, so as you, as you can imagine, been told, you know, you're 25 stone and if you don't do something about your weight, you know, you're going to die. And it was kind of like, whoa, okay. So yes, I was kind of hit all at once. With, Definitely. With, that, that, yeah. It just sounds horrendous. So how old was you at this point? What, what age were you? Um, I, it was four and a half years ago. So I'm 41 now. So I was uh, 36 and a bit. Yeah. So just to go back to that conversation, after, when you left the surgery, the doctor's surgery, what, what was going through your mind apart from this, obviously worry that yeah the first thing the first thing I thought of was kind of uh, okay was that did that really just happen you know because right. it was all kind of I had the, the the positive diagnosis as well um, at the same time and then he as I say he said about the, the weight or losing the needing to lose weight and as I say it was kind of all hitting me but it was only when I got home and I tried to climb my stairs to go to go up to my bedroom and I realized this had to stop, like, because I, co I literally couldn't climb my stairs. I was taking three steps and having to sit down for a breather. Oh, um, yeah. Um, and that was, I, it was all kind of like, how long is this going on? I didn't, you know, mm -hmm. I, I mean, it had to have been going on for a long time, but I just yeah. didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't, no. you know. Did, we, did it we feel all... just like a, a wake up call to what? Absolutely. Yeah. Were the reality of it all. The reality of it all yeah yeah so I I went online um, and researched you know things I didn't want 
these, I mean, we've all tried them, I'm sure. Um, the, you know, the shake diets or the you oh, know, yeah. blood group diets or all of those. I didn't want one of those fatty diets. No. I wanted something to be able to, to eat healthy, um, you know, and I researched it a bit and I found Slimming World online and basically I joined it and, and wow. I started, started following the plan. In almost 11 months, I had lost 10 stone. So in, in wow. the bones of a year, I'd lost 10 stone. Oh, goodness. Uh, even like even up to kind of seven, seven and a half stone, people didn't notice I'd lost weight, which was kind <laughs> of, yeah, they were kind of, you know, it was coming up to it and like I'd change the hair and they'd say something to me like, is there something different about you? And I'd say, uh, yeah. And they'd say, oh, your hair, you've changed the color. And I'm like, no, I've lost weight. And they're like kind of, Oh yeah, you know, it was kind of you had to tell them, and I was I was very disappointed oh, at the time because yeah. I feel, I felt like I was doing great, like yeah, you were um, definitely yeah. So, um, and as I say, then I I I um the same stairs that I couldn't climb, I had a, a fall down and <gasps> I broke my I broke my pelvis in two spots. I broke my tailbone and I fractured my femur. And the doctor, actually, when I went over to, to the emergency department, um, he took one look at me and he said, if you were still the weight you were, you, you wouldn't have done any damage. And I was like, well, would you prefer the weight or would you break the bones? <laughs> so, oh, uh, yeah. Great news, eh? Yeah. Great news. Like, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was, I was, just, I was just in uh, stunned silence then. So you yeah. your pelvis, you see, Matt. Uh, my feet I fractured my femur and I broke my tailbone oh my so, goodness yeah um and that was four steps on my stairs so yeah oh, wow. I was I was very lucky because there's a glass panel in my front door um <laughs> and the only the only reason I didn't go through the glass panel was because I have a, a doggy gate a baby gate <laughs> for the dogs to uh <laughs> to keep them from going up the stairs so um oh, that, the gate stopped me yeah. right Blimey. yeah yeah. So, so so now you've got this in this injury how was life then was you in hospital I was laid yeah no I was laid up at home and I had family my mum and my my aunt um, and uncle came over to help me um, and they they right. looked after me for I was laid up for the bones of two months um, yeah. and of course comfort it because I couldn't do anything else yeah and I, yeah I quickly gained two stones so I was back right. down to having lost eight stones and then when I got that, when I was literally back on my feet again, I found a group, a Slim and More group, because I had been doing it obviously online prior right. to that. And I found a group in uh, Castle Island as it was then. It's since moved to Tralee, which is further over the road. But I, I went, went there and I joined the group and I found, found the group much better because you kind of feel like even though there is support online, mm. you're not physically talking to, you know, right. or having having um a person there that you can talk to or or and like I had a lot kind of to deal with as well the fact that I gained two stones so quickly I was kind of yeah. thinking am I am I going to good. am I going to put it all back on again you know so I, th I think there's a lot yeah. to be said for for a group and the, the group that I'm a member of it feels because I've been going so long it feels more like a I won't say family but a little bit like a family really it and, is it is absolutely obviously because often people like myself will comfort you there's other things going on other than, it's not just a case of you know we're all going to this group and we, we're all following a, an, an exercise to lose weight obviously there's other things that's going on 
that allows yeah. us to, to comfort eat and you know yes and as as we say life gets in the way and we'll have, we'll have, we'll have turns of crying so yes everybody yeah. really at some point but just, just going back a little bit to what you said about yeah. being laid up for, t- for two months now having lost yeah. that weight and having yes. that time on your hands because i know that you you've got you've got quite a busy life what was going I have. behind in, in those two months what was going through my mind was um getting better quickly to get back to i i'm a carer for my dad so he's not physically disabled he had a massive stroke in 2000 mentally as in concentration wise or anything like that he's not he's not great um so he needs he needs someone to to help him and and um you know, do things out like his medication and things like that, cook his meals and, right. you know, so, um, so as that I was, say, that, that was, was your drive. To, to that was my drive was right. to get better, to, to be able to, to look after my dad again, because I was, I was relying on my cousins and friends and whatever else to help me out that way. So, right. um, yeah, and family, obviously. Wow. So, yeah. You do things yeah. Like so. do you? <laughs> I don't do things like that. I never did. I never did. Wow. So, <laughs> so. Lots of changes then with how you were eating to how you were eating with Slim as well. I just want to talk yes. us through, just yes. want to tell us about what your diet was like before Slimming World. Yep, basically I lived on bread, toast, potatoes, you call them crisps, and chocolate. Wow. Um, that was my diet, literally. So I had to learn to eat healthy. I had to learn to eat proper food. Right. So, Yes, when you, when you yes. say that was your diet, just talk us through yeah. a typical day. Typical day, I would get up and I'd have about three cups of coffee with two bars of chocolate yeah. uh, for breakfast. Lunch then would be four or five sandwiches of crisps and maybe another bar of chocolate. And then the same for the, the evening meal for oh, the no. tea. Yeah. I mean, it's, I didn't eat anything. Just, craving the chocolate then is the, the sugar oh, yeah. the sugar rush that you sugar were... yeah um coke full fat coke was another thing i used to drink gallons of um you know and now like i i would be the, the coke zero if i do have one but right. um i i don't i don't do it because i kind of feel that's one of my triggers and okay. um, so i have if i have one i have keep going with it <laughs> yeah and, I, and I'm not talking about a can I would be talking no. about two liters of it like yeah oh, right okay. yeah yeah so, so that's, th- those, ha- those habits around your food with the chocolate mm. and, the, and the crisp or potatoes yeah, sorry. yeah <laughs> um, potatoes yeah is that something that is that a way that you'd always eaten for example when you was at school is that a pattern that you got into um, then just not like I think I, I was thinking about this actually and um, I think where my love-hate relationship with food started, I or wish healthy food should I say started, was um, I was in my grandmother's kitchen um, and I have a twin brother. Um, so there was okay. myself and, and my twin brother and my two cousins, they were younger than us. But my grandmother um, had been shopping and she came back with potatoes and chocolate for for the three of them and she handed me an apple and she said uh, you eat that you're too fat Uh, as in you're not getting the potatoes or the crisps you're getting the apple Um, (laughs) now do you know I was five years of age um yeah she she obviously meant well 
but yeah. it has it has stuck in my mind as one of the things and I I always had a rebellious nature hmm. um so I think that's where my love-hate relationship started that I was right. going to show her that I could have my potatoes yes. and my chocolate <laughs> and I wasn't going to eat the apple um so yeah um but yeah, and if I, I'm the type of person, as I say, if I set my mind on doing something, I will do it. And, you know. Yes, it's all almost yeah. like a, a behavior that you develop to protect yourself as a five year old. Myself. It's just yes. Continued through your adult life. True, to my ad- adult life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, being I mean, told, obviously, being put in a box to snap yeah. out of it, I guess. It did, I yeah, it did. A, a magic spell in it just. That, that word, yeah. that practice conversation, uh, that worked with you. Yes, exactly. Um, I think it was, I suppose the doctor kind of thought, well, if I don't kind of, you know, put this as bluntly as possible, it's not mm-hmm. going to, it's not going to get through to her like that she's going to have to do something about it. So, yeah. And, and but, I, think, um, I think for a doctor, it must be so hard, you know, because obviously they're not, they don't want to upset, but they, they want to make sure that you know there for your health and sometimes they just have to have these really harsh difficult conversations to make conversations yeah yeah exactly um healthy and do something about it i guess yes i was listening actually to um, a radio show here um recently and it was the doctor was saying that he had to have a conversation with a mother about her child and he said, like, no matter what way he was putting it to her, she didn't get it, like, that the child was morbidly obese. Right. And so he had, to say, he had to say it bluntly. And there's now supposedly a court case going on about it because, really? yes, because she didn't like oh, the way he put it. But, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, like, that's so, you know, if, if all he was trying to do was his job and yeah. trying to, you know, trying to um, make the child healthy and whatever else. And I suppose having been there and having had that conversation I kind of think you know I I understand it from the the doctor side of Mm, side of things but yeah but then I also understand it from the mother's side of things like that she was she felt that he was saying she was neglecting the child or whatever so you know it's it's a difficult difficult thing isn't it it's a fine line I I certainly wouldn't want to be the one given that that advice given yeah given the advice exactly as a a mother myself I'm quite protective of my son so of yours yeah stepdaughter so it's you know I wouldn't yeah I think I'd probably it's like a natural instinct isn't it to retaliate isn't it yes so so now you've lost this weight what changes have you noticed in in self-care for example shopping which is my love (laughs) do you (laughs) enjoy shopping before do you enjoy it now has anything changed with that Oh, absolutely. I hated shopping because as I'm sure you're aware of going into changing rooms and when I was as big as I was, I was wearing a size 30 pants and a size 28 top. So you can imagine it was very hard to try and find clothes to wear um, in those sizes. And it was always black. There was was never anything colourful. (laughs) And it was kind of what fitted you rather than what suited you or what, you know, what you liked and as, as I say as well like it was always kind of very old-fashioned um, you know you couldn't get anything because I mean I was I'm still young I still consider myself young yeah, um, even oh, in my yeah. early yeah. 40s <laughs> as big as I was I was in my kind of early 30s and upwards so I was still wanting to find something that was fashionable but 
you couldn't when you were that size it was what fitted you more so than yeah. what looked good on you it wasn't yeah wasn't like a choice it was like what what just it, just fit to do it yeah. was what fitted yeah. it was what fitted but um now i'm going into shops like i think you call it primark over there is it right, yes yeah yeah um what's it called over there in ireland penny pennies pennies right okay pennies like yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and like that was my big thing to be able to this sounds awful, but all I wanted to do was to be able to go in and buy a bra or underwear Aww. in pennies. <laughs> because when when I was the twenty-five and a half stone, I was um a forty-six double E in the in the bust. And so yeah. it wasn't like you were going into those shops and buying them off the hanger because it didn't happen. No. So you were paying dear, dear for um Absolutely, yeah. for big bras, you know. So that was my one thing was I wanted to go in and, and um be able to buy underwear in there and you know what when it did happen I was very disappointed was okay. <laughs> I was I was like I don't like these <laughs> so oh, yeah <laughs> but yeah exactly but now as I say I'm in the size 10 clothes size 8 on top of size 10 on the, on the bottom wow. and I can win any anywhere and buy clothes and it's yeah the bank balance is kind of saying uh, Eva, calm down a small bit like but <laughs> oh, I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. it's worth it I've yeah. never been a size 8 or a size 10 so well one, one day one day one day <laughs> one day well it's worth it believe me <laughs> and what about what about self-care um, self-care yeah I um I, I always did my hair in different colors or whatever I'm I'm a natural blonde as you can see nice. um yes yeah, I'm not it's 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 a bottle but I have a very good hairdresser <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I always do the hair and um, my nails are always done that's a big thing as well because when when I couldn't eat chocolate I was eating my nails so oh, right. one day, yeah one day I decided I decided to get the nails done and they're always done now every six weeks. So, um, and they're always mad colors. It's the nails now that are the mad colors, not the hair. Oh, so people look at your hands now instead of you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, and what yeah. about exercise? Couldn't walk to, to the end of my driveway and my drive, it's not that far, probably about 10 steps. But when that was when I started, but now I am, as I told you about the stairs, I couldn't climb the stairs either. Now I'm climbing mountains, literally. I, mountains, I have done wow. mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've done Karen Hill, which is the highest mountain in Ireland. I've done that four times. Um, wow. And it's amazing. I would recommend it to anybody to, to do it because like, it's a totally different world up there. Beautiful so, surroundings. It's be- absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. You can see all over County Kerry. It's fabulous. Oh, uh, on awesome. a good day, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you say yeah. hi, uh, how long did it take this journey? The first time I did it, I was, I think I was 14 stone then. I had, so I would have probably lost the 11-ish. Mm. And it took me eight eight hours, and oh. the crowd that yeah, the crowd that I did it with were waiting. They were down long and ever before me, like yeah. guides and all the rest. And okay. God love that man. I still say fair play to him, <laughs> the man that took me up. <laughs> um, I hadn't a clue what I was in. No. Um, my, my as I say, my mouth gets me into trouble an awful lot. I always say, oh, I'll do that without thinking what what I'm actually going to do. But yeah, when they when they were, I did it. I did it. But when I, when I turned up at the at the bottom, it's the place is called Cronin's Yard. Yeah. I had a pink scarf and a pink hat on me and gloves. 
and the the guide that I had for the day said oh my god I've got a princess in other words like this one doesn't know what she's well I didn't I hadn't a clue what I was expecting like no. I thought I thought I was going for a walk to be honest but uh, I soon learned it was a mountain I was climbing but um yeah it was brilliant I did I did the best day ever and as I say it took me eight hours to do it yeah. but I wasn't giving up I was doing it and when when the crowd when the crowd that I did it with when I actually came down around the corner and into the yard again they, you know, big rounds of applause and they were like, oh my oh, God, we thought day. we'd never see you again. Oh, that's brilliant. And I think that's so, that's so nice when you've got a crowd cheering you along or a cheering group. Cheering on. Absolutely. Yeah, abso- so yeah, did you go absolutely. with friends then or was it a group that you joined? The first time I did it, I did it with a crowd from Slim and World. So yeah. And then since so then jealous. I've yeah <laughs> oh we have we've, we're great we do a lot of things like um in january we do a, a 31 day challenge which is we have to do, do some form of exercise for the 31 days okay um, and it's it's done for charity as well so it's lovely oh, that's really nice. yeah yeah so we all donate money then whatever we've we've raised to the ch- the chosen charities so that's a really good idea i think that's yeah our group definitely yeah so when you came down the mountain could you actually feel your legs were they still working i will never forget the pain (laughs) i was i was in so much pain and the first thing they said to me was home now and into a bath of epsom salts (laughs) and i think i fell asleep in the bath oh yeah yeah but I've since done it three more times and I absolutely okay. love it. Yeah. The yeah. same it's, hill, it's same mount, hill, mountain. The same mountain, same mountain yeah. The, yeah. the yeah. same mountain, yeah. Yeah, it's it's fabulous. Now, I've done I've done other mountains as well, like, but this that's the highest one in Ireland, so it's right. it's something, something to be proud of. Yeah. And had you done any training for that then, or...? I didn't try to clue what I was agreeing to, you know. <laughs> I, I, as I, said, boots, so. I, I had I had climbing boots now and well things well like done. I did, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I th- as I say, I thought I was going for a walk. I didn't realise it was going to be as, as high as it was. <laughs> Goodness me. Goodness. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm so so proud of that. That is that is brilliant. <laughs> that is really good. And did you take your step monitor with you? Did you count how many steps? I I did with the the last time I did it with, I think it was was it 32,000 steps up and down we did? No, that was just steps. So I think, is it 1,400 metres? I think. No, I could, I could right. be wrong. Could be completely That's wrong. It's not, it's not just a flat, flat walk as it is proper. No, no, it's, it's a proper climb. <laughs> it's wow. a proper climb. So it is. It's, I mean, there's about an hour and a half's walk up to, to it before you even start climbing. So, yeah. Anyone that's uh, anyone that kind of gets cold feet and wants to get cold feet at the bottom. <laughs> and yeah. how was your consultant through your weight loss? Very good. I have to. Have, I've had. I've had two two consultants. Two very good consultants because I swap. It depends on my days. Whatever I'm, I'm able to. Uh, whatever group I'm able to make. But I, I go to my, my original one was Nora in Tralee. Nora and then the other girl I go to is Sorsha in Kenmare and I've had a great help from both of them they're absolutely amazing so yeah I can't I couldn't even if I wanted to say something bad about them so all oh, right yeah. that's the yeah so yeah. where, you, where you live is it like a, a village a rural community is it quite it is it's yeah. it's um it's a village although the locals will tell you it's a town okay (laughs) yeah yeah I'm still even even though I'm 15 years here I'm still a a blow-in because uh Dublin and Kerry are um 
the uh, rivals in, in the football, the Irish football, oh, the right. Gaelic. And uh, I, I'm originally a dub, so um, right. yeah, I'm, I'm known as the Jackie down here. <laughs> uh, watch your back then, watch your back. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm just wondering if we was to look at somebody joining Slimming World or not even Slimming World really, just somebody who maybe had a similar weight to your starting weight and just felt quite helpless really. What I always say is Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm -hmm. Start and take, it's your journey. It's, as I say, your mountain to climb. Nobody else can do it for you, but do it because it's well worth it. That's, yeah, I, I always say Great take advice. it one day at a time, one day at a time. As I say, even after 14 and a half stone, I'm still on my plan. I'm eating my healthy food. It's, it, it's, it's about healthy living, healthy eating. It's not about, you know, a diet or restricting myself. Um, as I say, I still have my chocolate. Um, I just don't have 12 or 13 bars of it. I have no. my one bar or whatever. Yeah, put yourself first. That's, that would be one of my, my big things. And it was a big thing for me to learn too, because like I've spent my life, as I say, looking after my dad and looking after everyone else. And, you know, but people think that when you say put yourself first, it's about being selfish. It's not. Mm. It's you, you, you can't expect to look after anybody else if you don't look after yourself. No. Um, and, you know, that's, I suppose, um, as I said, it's Rome wasn't built in a day. You have to take it one day at a time. The, that, the, that, that is such good advice. I think yeah. often, I know for myself and for others in our, our group, it, that they might have a bad weekend and then a, yes. a meal turns into a bad afternoon. That turns into a day. And it just, yes. like when, when do you actually apply the brakes? And I think that is, you know, that, that yes. is a, a skill in itself, isn't it? I mean, it, oh. I mean, if, if we're just able to have a, an indulgent meal or, yeah, even, I, you know, indulgent couple of hours and then just stop. That, yeah. I think for me, that, that is something that I'm, I'm hoping that by listening to the guests that I will have on my podcast, I will, yeah. something will click because that, that is something that I really struggle with and people that I go to group with also struggle with just stopping. And yeah. it's, well, it's almost like, you know, I understand not to yeah. stop is going yeah. to mean that I'm going to be disappointed. So why can't I just stop? Because you're not forgiving yourself. No. And that's a big yeah. thing. Nobody's 100%, 100% of the time. You no, know. no, you're right there. Um, yeah. And like, we're all going to have, I mean, it's life. We're all going to have weddings. We're all going to have funerals, parties, you know, nights out, drinks with the girls, whatever it is, you know enjoy them go out and enjoy them I do it I go out and enjoy my like my nights out or whatever have my dinners out you know things like that and yes if I'm at a birthday party I will have a slice of cake you know exactly. that's <laughs> one slice of cake not half the cake um the, you know that extra glass of wine go and have it you know you, you know if you don't forgive yourself for having them it's you know you're just going to go around in circles and it's a, a big enough circle and it's, it's hard enough to you know to get back on plan but forgive yourself is the biggest thing I, I have to say if you don't forgive yourself for, for going out and enjoying yourself then you'll still keep going you'll keep eating another one and I don't know whether you've ever heard the roses analogy if your husband buys you seven roses and one of them dies you throw the, them all out right yes yeah or do you just throw the one that's dead out 
so absolutely true I just yeah. really yeah. need to apply that love hearing your words of wisdom and I'm thank you I'm so so pleased that you you found the the mojo just to just to do it and and get get the weight off and, and I know there was harsh words but you've, you've done it now and the, one of the photos that you sent me in the flower dress you just look oh, so yeah. happy so so content you, you know you, you can see in the photographs how how different you're feeling just by the expression on your face the expression on my face exactly that's, yeah that's great yeah. to see it looks like a I mean to me you look like a lady who now feels free you really do oh I am I am absolutely yeah I'm I'm living my life for me. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So thanks for joining us today, Aoife. Thank you, Claire. Thanks a million. So I'm going to keep this short and sweet. If you really have enjoyed listening to Aoife's episode today, please go over to her Instagram account and show her some love and support. And if you're new to the podcast, if this is the first time that you've tuned in, or if you've been listening to the episodes for months, please hit subscribe wherever you listen and download your podcasts. And I can feel... <laughs> My back saying funny things to me at the moment, so I'm going to keep this short. Have a great week. I will be, yeah, I'll be back here next week. Uh, not sure what's going to be here next week, but I'll make sure that I show up. I'll keep showing up, and I may well just pay somebody to do a bit of editing for me. So we shall see. Until then, take care.